What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 663 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday, another big day in the arena, and a nice bounce-back spot for the team last night. 3-1, and one, plus 1.49 units. Got the Red Sox and the Jays, both as those really short minus-120 road favorites with some line movement in their favor, both coming through for the team. Got dicey there with the Red Sox as uh, Matt Strom was uh, doing his best to uh, to blow that save for us, but the Sox came through. Jays, they put up 18 on Toronto. Unbelievable. I don't know if anyone took the over in that one as well, but uh, again, you pretty much didn't have to sweat that one at all. Sweatless over if he took it. Did get the Atlanta under 8.5, which was nice. We pushed Minnesota over nine. I was rooting for one more run because, you know, obviously this is the importance of getting those numbers early. We saw sharp movement with that Minnesota KC game, eight and a half up to nine. Obviously, these are why pros are pros. They hit the eight and a half. It lands on nine. They cash their bet. We get a late nine. We push. Uh, the only loss there, St. Louis. St. Louis, just the bats did not come to play. Uh, the Padres shut them down. But either way, guys, a nice three and one plus 1.49 units night. So let's see if we can keep it rolling as we get into a big Wednesday for today. So uh, a lot to get to today, guys. Uh, of course, you know, we'll be talking about Major League Baseball. Those are all the sweats for today. Across the board, we have 15 games. There's a couple day games as well. Hopefully you're listening to the Morning Bets podcast, which is my new podcast in the morning. Comes out 6.30 a.m. Eastern time. Because I did mention a couple early games there on the pod, including a play that I'll still be on for tonight. And uh, the total rose. I'm on the over 
And if you listen to the early AM pod, you probably got a better number because it just ticked up a half run. Uh, so really appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I mentioned this the other day, but I'm realizing and finding out who the early risers are. Twitter, you know, I didn't even know Twitter, you know, was, was, was working at like 6 a.m., but you guys are up up and at them getting after it. So it's been pretty cool. Uh, and it's just fun to kind of, you know, talk to a new audience and talk and hang out with you early risers. I also did follow the money this morning. It's my weekly spot every Wednesday. So it's always fun to talk to Mitch and Paul, uh, Mitch and Paulie and kind of walk through some of our bets. So uh, a lot to get to. I have six major league baseball bets for today. Excited to share with you. And then we're going to finish up the second half of the pod with some NFL. Uh, there's a play that I made for tomorrow's Thursday night football game. So we'll walk through that. I think we want to hit it now because it's moving uh, in our direction and we want to get the, uh, the good number here before it falls. A little bit of lean on the total. And then also some bets for this weekend in the NFL. There's a couple plays that are moving. One play that isn't moving, which is why I love it. The ultimate line freeze play. But also in particular, a divisional dog where I think we should hit it now as well because it's uh, dropping now and we, got, we want to get a good number. So we'll hit on some NFL updates. We'll also hit on a game for tomorrow. So tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, because we have Thursday night football in the NFL and we have two Thursday night football games in college. And one in particular, uh, I'm seeing some really, really sharp line movement, a really good reverse line move. So uh, I'm actually uh, in pocket right now with a bet that I put in. Not the greatest number, but I think I'm on the right side with this one. So I'll share with you an early bet for tomorrow uh, for uh, one of the games. And I, I guess I could say it. They're both at 730, so it's a 730 game tomorrow. But I'll throw at you um, an update there uh, with some college football. So a lot to get to today, guys. As always, if you haven't done it yet, Go to VEASAN.com, sign up for the newsletter. Uh, we now call it the VEASAN Daily Newsletter or VEASAN Daily. Uh, and what it's going to do is just, you know, get you waking up, thinking about betting, and really kind of updating you on everything that's going on in the sports betting market, and in particular, what's going on at VEASAN. So all you got to do, just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, sign up. If you haven't done it yet, you got to do it. It costs you nothing, and you're going to get a ton of great information. Uh, so we let off today with, again, my guy Bill Adi. It was Winston Churchill yesterday. Now it's dollar bills which is fantastic, but uh, let off the newsletter with Michael Lombardi's advice on who to take for the MVP. So it's a chalk play. It's obvious, but I don't really disagree with Michael. He was basically telling you uh, in today's article why you should just make a play on Josh Allen MVP. Uh, he opened plus 700. Now he's down to plus 350. It's tough to bet him now because obviously you lost a lot of equity in that line, but hey, before you know it, maybe he's down to plus 200. So there's a good article on why you should get down on Josh Allen MVP from Michael. Uh, he also has his uh, weekly column talking about the Eagles, Titans, Colts, and Cardinals. So uh, always respect what Michael has to say and uh, a lot of great coverage from Michael Lombardi in today's newsletter. But then, of course, if you keep on cruising, you'll have my newest uh, or latest article for today, five NFL Week 3 games wise guys are targeting. Uh, again, these are a lot of plays that we've been talking about, but if you want the full breakdown, it's in today's newsletter. Dave Tooley's takes. Dave does a great job across all sports, but he's got his plays for today and his look toward the weekend. Uh, strength of uh, strength ratings in the NFL from Steve Mackinnon. You also get Steve Mackinnon on college football, Adam Kramer on college football. So again, the newsletter's free, and it's going to just guide you in the right direction and give you a bunch of great links to uh, start your day off, start reading about sports betting, what you should know each day. You also get promos for legal sports books every day in the newsletter. Again, got to shop around, got to have multiple outs. It's huge if you're a sports better. Don't just have one sports book because, again, you're locked into whatever that book is offering. You want to shop around, get a hook, get a better juice price. It's really, really critical here. Uh, also, you know, if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, 
become a VEASAN All Access member. I've been saying this for a while now, but we kind of changed everything over the summer leading up to this football season. And really what we did is just make our membership uh, that much stronger. It was great to begin with, but now you're getting even more. Uh, you will get, if you become a member, all of our uh, pro content articles, everything behind the paywall, all of our pro tools, the betting splits, the percentage of bets and dollars, uh, also pro picks. So you get the best bets from all the uh, guests and hosts at VEASAN that will be sent to you throughout the day, as well as actionable tips. I love these because they're kind of cool. Like each show uh, has to give out a couple tips, and then we kind of compile them all. And really some of them are interesting from different shows. So I, I actually like getting those tips because I think they're kind of cool things that sometimes I don't always consider. So uh, you also get with the uh, pro access uh, or the pro subscription – you will get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. You can watch all the shows you want throughout the day. So it's really a great uh, art, great opportunity here. And if you it kind of extrapolate it or divide it out, it's only uh, pretty much less than 70 cents a day. So again, if you're a serious sports better, I'd like to think if you're listening to this podcast, you care about betting. You want to get better. You want to win. Uh, so how do you get better and how do you win more? By, by doing research, by putting in the work, but by leaning on data, insight, and, res, and you know respectable opinions from people who have proven over the long haul that they're successful at betting. So that's what we're going to do at VEASAN. We'll never guarantee you a winner because that's impossible. Betting's hard. There's no such thing as a lock, even though every night before uh, all the games begin, I see all the sports books tweet out, what's your lock for tonight? And I just roll my eyes because, again, you're perpetuating the idea that locks exist when they do not. Uh, but anyway, um, we will guarantee you, not wins, but guarantee you that we're going to give you all the data and insight and recommendations to help you make the smartest bet that you can. So if you want to give it a shot, now's a great time. Before you know it, hockey's coming back. Uh, if you had a hockey season with us last year, you know that's one of our best sports on the Market Insights pod. Can't wait for that. College basketball is right around the corner. NBA is right around the corner. Uh, so lots going on here, and now's a good time to become a member at VEASAN. So just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, and then you can uh, sign up and, and really get everything that we offer here. Uh, lastly, get on Twitter. You hear me say it all the time, but Twitter is very important. I just saw uh, right before the pod started that uh, tweet from Adam Schefter. It's official. M- uh, Mike Evans, wide receiver for uh, obviously the the, um, the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was suspended. He appealed it. His appeal was denied. So Mike Evans is officially out. Why is that important? Because the line's moving to Green Bay this weekend. It opened Tampa laying three. It's down to one and a half or even one at this point. Again, that's notable because if you still see a one and a half, maybe you're you're leaning Green Bay here. And now that Evans is out based on the tweet, you get a one and a half. Now the line's down at one. That's how Twitter can save you a half point there. So really important. uh, Follow local beat reporters, create a gambling community, get direct messages from other people. um, And again, get injury updates, trades, all that kind of stuff. Also saw a big tweet that um, the owner of the Suns is going to sell, uh, sell the team. He's in hot water. Uh, so that's kind of an interesting thing going on there as well. But again, Twitter's important. you got to be on Twitter if you're a sports better. It makes a big difference. So get on Twitter. Follow at Live the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you along in your sports betting journey, I would be happy to do it. So Questions about gambling philosophy, you got to get referred to a new sports book, need an app to track your bets, you're having trouble you know, interpreting the, uh, the bet splits, whatever it may be, you hit me up, send me an email, send me a DM, uh, and again, I'd be happy to help you in any way that I can. So that's uh, at Josh underscore insights Twitter and Josh at VEASAN.com via email. So with that being said, guys, let's talk about some sweats for today. I'm feeling pretty good because it was a good night in Major League Baseball, 3-1 uh, and one plus 1.49 units. So let's talk about our six sweats for tonight. Uh, first one on the board for me, this was a play that hopefully you've been listening to the Market Insights podcast uh, because, again, this is a play that you're actually getting almost a full run of closing line value on. But give me the Boston Red Sox-Cincinnati Reds over, baby. Let's take the over here. Uh, this total open at 9.5. 
I mentioned on the pod this morning, you might have gotten the over 9.5. It was juiced up like it's going to 10. Well, guess what? It did go to 10, and this is crazy, guys. This might be going to 10.5. This is kind of worrying me a little bit if you're getting the worst of it, but I'll still play this over at this point. Hopefully, you can still find a 10. I think a few are out there. If it's 10.5, I'm still going to take a shot too, even though I don't love the fact that you've lost some value here, but it does go to show you that it's been unrelenting, this sharp money taking the over here. So, uh, what do we get? Hopefully we get an 8-7 game, and it doesn't even matter here. But I'm going over Boston and Cincinnati. It's a 6.40 p.m. Eastern time game for tonight. Again, tons of movement here to the over with no let-up whatsoever. Look at the pitching matchup. I think that's why you like the over here. Connor Siebold, who is pitching for the Red Sox. He's kind of a triple-A guy, young pitcher. Uh, he's got a 0-2 record with an 11.91 ERA. He hasn't pitched in the bigs in a while, I think since like June or July. But he's made three starts in the majors so far. And two of the three, he gave up seven runs each time. So hopefully the Reds' bats get to Connor Siebold. Uh, he will be facing uh, Chase Anderson, who's on the bump for Cincy. Also a bad ERA, 1-3, 6.43 ERA. So you have two bad pitchers, which hopefully benefits the hitters here. We also have, um, obviously, huge steam to the over. And then with no let-up, basically. And then we also have a weather play. A weather, uh, kind of as well as a data-driven play in a second. But let's get to the weather. Uh, it is going to be a hot night. In Cincinnati, it's going to be about 89, 92 degrees. So, of course, hot weather, you know, benefits the hitters, and it's uh, tougher for the pitcher out there when he's sweating on the mound and the uh, the hitters there in the in the dugout, you know, with a fan and, uh, you know, wet rag over their neck, cooling off with a nice cold Gatorade. So, when it's, when it's hot, I always do lean overs just in general. But it's not just the heat, it's also the wind. If you look at Great American Ballpark tonight, wind is blowing out to dead center, about 10 miles an hour. So, hopefully we get some warning track fly balls, push them to, you know, first throw home runs. Uh, and then you also look at uh, the data-driven play here in terms of percentages. Currently, 39% of bets are on this over, but it's taking into account 79% of the money. That is a massive plus 40% low bets, higher dollars, sharp money discrepancy. That tells me that you know public is is leaning under, but yet big money's taking this over, causing this thing to rise. Uh, also, Great American Ballpark. It's one of your best historically, your best. Um, over stadiums, it's kind of pretty small. The dimensions, it's almost like a little league field. It's like a little uh, band box in there. So hopefully, with this, uh, you know, small stadium, it gives up a lot of home runs. Two bad pitchers, wind blowing out, heat, low bets, higher dollars. I'm on the Red Sox over. Now I got the over nine and a half, but if I didn't, I'd still play this over. Ideally, try to get an over ten. If not, I'll play an over ten and a half. Again, I don't love doing that. You missed a, a full run off the opener, but hopefully you targeted this early, this one early. But either way, I'm sticking with this over. There's been zero buyback whatsoever, so hopefully we get a ton of runs here and it really won't matter. But at this point, over ten or over ten and a half, let's go. I want a lot of runs tonight between Boston and Cincinnati. Uh, next play for me: Toronto in Philadelphia. Uh, this one really hasn't moved much. You know, it's kind of a minus one ten Philly. You know, you know, basically Toronto plus hundred really hasn't moved at all. Uh, but what I did notice is a lot of respected money to this over. So I'm going to take a shot on this over. Now, obviously, you scored, what, 29 runs yesterday, which is ridiculous. Um, anyone took the over 28 and a half, you cashed that one. But what was notable to me is you have a good pitching matchup on paper. Kevin Gosman for Toronto is 12 and 10 with a 3.45 ERA against Zach Wheeler, who's 11 and 7 with a 3.07 ERA. So it's, so it's like, okay, you know, hey, two good pitchers here. But when you actually dig a little bit deeper, these guys have struggled a little bit. Uh, Kevin Gosman in his last two starts, um, or his last uh, or three starts in September, he has an ERA around six. And his last two starts, he gave up five earned runs both times. So Gosman's been getting knocked around. 
Uh, Wheeler's a good pitcher, but uh, he's coming off the injured list. He hasn't pitched in a while. In the last two games before he went on the IL, I uh, gave up a bunch of runs there. So on paper, these guys are good, but I don't know. Maybe the bats of both these teams will get to these starters. Uh, also, we saw, obviously, when the bullpens came in yesterday, it was runs galore. Uh, but also, two great hitting teams. Uh, so maybe that's the equalizer here. You know, typically you think good pitching beats good hitting. You know, good defense beats good offense. All those kind of, or, you know, you can kind of flip it the other way. Basketball sometimes good offense will beat good defense. But defense wins championships. I guess that's what the old adage was. I don't even know if that's true in the NFL. Uh, but either way, good bats on both teams. Uh, 262. For Toronto, batting average, Philly 255, a lot of home run hitters here. Uh, you also look at um, another weather-based play. It's wind blowing out at Citizens Bank Ballpark. It's going to be about 80 degrees, 10-mile-an-hour winds out to dead center. So a lot of over money there as well. We did see the total open at 7.5, got bet up to 8. And, guys, it looks like this thing is getting at 8.5. So similar to that Red Sox over, it just keeps getting hit. So, again, on the one hand, it's like, mm, I missed the 7.5. Uh, and maybe even missing the 8 because it's going to 8.5. So it's kind of tough to play it, but then you also say to yourself, okay, the one saving grace is it tells me that a lot of respected money is still hitting that over, even though the number is getting worse. So uh, aside from a data-driven play, you know, weather, obviously, uh, you know, Citizens Bank is a great over ballpark. Again, similar to Great American Ballpark. Uh, you look at these late season, you know, hot, humid, wind-blowing out Citizens Bank plays. They're about 56% the last five years. Uh, both teams are over teams on the year. Nothing crazy, but Toronto 75 and 69 to the over with four pushes. Philly 74 and 67 to the over, six pushes. And both teams have trended over recently. You have Philly 4 and 1 to the over their last five in Toronto. Uh, or sorry, Philly 4 and 1 to the over their last five at home. And Toronto 4 and 1 to the over their last five in general. So uh, I'm going to take the over here, guys. Again, shop around. I got the over eight. It does look like it's creeping up to eight and a half. I'd still play the over eight and a half, but again, really want to target these numbers uh, as low as you can. But give me the over eight or eight and a half with Toronto and Philly. Next play for me. Uh, am I confident in this play? No, it scares me quite a bit, but it's so sharp that I got to play it. Uh, give me the Texas Rangers here tonight. It's kind of tough late in the year to take you know two bad teams playing each other just because anything could happen when there's like really no motivation and both these teams can't make the playoffs. But I'm going to go Texas. Texas looks pretty sharp to me. Uh, this is Dane Dunning against Tucker Davidson. Texas opened at home around a minus 130 home favorite. Now they're up to minus 140, minus 145. So line is moving toward the Rangers here. I like the pitching matchup in favor of Texas. That's a big reason, aside from the line move, why I'm going uh, Rangers here. Tucker Davidson, uh, who is pitching for L.A., he's, an, he's a lefty, 2-6 and six with a 6.96 ERA. He's been getting knocked around all year. In two September starts, he has an ERA of 11.88. So, again, really been getting hit here recently. Versus Dane Dunning, who's, you know, no Cy Young guy, but a little bit better. 3-8, and eight, bad record, but a 4.49 ERA, better than Davidson. Uh, line move to Texas, obviously, but also uh, Texas, they, even though they lost last night to L.A., they're still 8-6 and six, straight up there against L.A. on the year. Uh, they're hitting 242 versus 230 for the Angels, so better hitting lineup. Also, it's kind of a fishy buy-low-sell-high. Like, the Angels are 4-1 their last five. Texas is 1-4 their last five. So why is the team that's playing worse, which is Texas, favored? And why is line going further in their favor? So kind of fishy that I want to get behind with Texas here. Also, lefty-ready splits. You know, Texas is 25-24 and 24 against lefties. Nothing crazy, a game above 500. But against righties, they're 38-60. and 60. So they're terrible against righties, but they're actually slightly above 500 against lefties, facing Davidson tonight, who's a lefty. Uh, you also look at... Uh, LA in the spot, it's a fade play for me. They're 44 and 60 versus righties, and they're 21 and 50 as a dog. 
uh, both losing spots. And then also you look at the bet splits, it's 51% of bets on Texas, pretty much right down the middle. Public doesn't know what to do, but the Rangers are taking in 68% of the money. So it's a pretty good low bets, higher dollar split in favor of the Rangers. So I'm going to go Rangers here. Shop around. I got the Rangers at minus 142. Uh, next play for me. Going to go to White Sox, uh, south side here at home against Cleveland. And I'm going to go Southsiders in this one. Give me the Chicago White Sox. Uh, good pitching matchup. Tristan McKenzie against Lance Lynn. But what I noticed here, uh, the White Sox actually, you know, coughed up a tough, a big, uh, not a huge lead, but they blew it last night and then got rolled in extras. Uh, but what I like about this one for the White Sox, uh, number one, they open around minus 120, minus 125. We've seen them get bet up to around minus 130. Uh, and that's important because the bets are split. 49% of bets on White Sox, but they're taking in 65% of the money. So even betting, the line shouldn't move at all. But yet we've seen this line move to Chicago. So it tells me that more of your respected waiters are on the White Sox here. McKenzie's been good, 10-11, and 3.08 ERA this year. But Lance Lynn, he's completely turned his season around. Hopefully it continues tonight. But Lance Lynn is now 7-5 and five with a 3.99 ERA. But in his last four starts, the White Sox are 4-0 in those games. And in the month of September, three starts overall. He has a 0.93 ERA. So Lance Lynn is really dealing right now. Uh, just about a week ago, uh, on uh, September 15th, this was a 8-2 win over Cleveland for the White Sox. Lance Lynn pitched, I remember, because I, uh, we took him on that day on the pod. But he went 6.1 innings, gave up two runs, six Ks. So he had a, a good start, a winning start there. The bats of the White Sox got to uh, Cleveland there. So hopefully we get kind of a repeat of the same thing. And I'll be banking on the bats of the White Sox. They're hitting 261. Excuse me, versus 252 for Cleveland. Also, a little bit of a favorite low total. Line is moving to the favorite here, White Sox. The total is, it did rise a little bit. I think it was 7.5 now up to 8, but still, a low total is 8 or less. A high total is, you know, nowadays now like 9 or higher. Uh, used to be like 8.5 was your kind of line of demarcation. But either way, Lancelin's been dealing. Line's moving to Chicago. Favorite low total. Good bet split. I'm sweating the Southsiders. Give me the Chicago White Sox, guys. I got the White Sox at minus 129. Next play for me, I'm going to go Los Gigantes. Give me the G-Men on the road at Colorado. Uh, the G-Men open on the road around a minus 125, minus 130 favorite. They're now up to minus 135, minus 140. So line is moving in favor of uh, the San Francisco Giants here. They would match. Road favorite made the playoffs. Opponent didn't. That is 64% so far this season. You also get the pitching matchup. I think it's a big advantage to the G-Men. Uh, Webb is on the bump, three and nine, or sorry, thirteen and nine, three point oh two ERA. He's had a really good year. Versus Herman Marquez, who is eight and eleven with a five point one four ERA. And in the month of September, Marquez has made three starts. He's got an ERA of almost seven, like six and a half. So Marquez is getting knocked around here. Hopefully the bats of San Fran get to him. Uh, San Fran's won the first two games of the series. So hopefully they can win again tonight. Uh, but San Fran is 9-5 head-to-head against Colorado. They've had their number. Team ERA far better for the Giants, 3.88 versus 5.03. San Fran is 54-39 and 39 as a favorite. Meanwhile, Colorado, fade spot. They're just 46-73 and 73 as a dog and only 38-55 and 55 against right-handed pitchers. So uh, I'm going to go with this line move. Give me the G-men. Uh, and I like the pitching matchup with Webb over Marquez and this road favorite line move system match. So uh, give me San Fran, guys. I got San Fran at minus 135. Last play of the night for me, I'm going to go to San Diego. I'm not going to take the pods just because, you know, out of spite because I bet St. Louis last night and they kept us from a perfect night. Uh, but I like this play towards San Diego. Looks pretty sharp. Uh, the Padres opened at home around a minus 125 home favorite, and we've seen them get them get bet up now to around minus 130. Some shops even inching higher to like minus 135. 
So this would match a favorite low total. Told him this one looks like some under money came in. It opened at eight. It's down to seven and a half. Uh, but favorite low total correlative betting. Again, fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely they come from the quote-unquote better team. The better team you can uh, figure out by whoever's favored there that night. Uh, it's not always the better team overall. It's the better team that night based on the factors at play that night. Uh, we look at the pitching matchup. Miles Michaelis, 11-12, 3.46 ERA against Blake Snell, 7-9, 3.85 ERA. And Blake Snell, uh, kind of like Lance Lynn, completely turned his season around. Snell had a really, really rough uh, beginning of his year, but since July... Blake Snell's been really good. He's given up uh, one earned run or less in 10 of his last 14 starts. So, again, he's been pitching pretty well here uh, since July 1st. Uh, small thing, you know, aside from this line move to San Diego and Snell dealing, is that you do have a home play dump. Uh, Brendan Miller uh, is a young ump here, but maybe the, he's a young ump and he doesn't want to get the crowd yelling at him. So home teams, when Brendan Miller is the home play dump, 58% so far. So hopefully we get some friendly calls here to the pods. Uh, also, San Diego, 58 and 43 as a favorite, and 43, or sorry, and 53 and 44 against righties. So good profitable spots in both situations, favored and against righties tonight. San Diego is 1 4 straight, so they're playing pretty well right now. And meanwhile, St. Louis, just 23 and 32 as a dog. So hopefully, this is a spot where uh, as a dog, they lose typically, and hopefully that continues here tonight. So I'm going to take San Diego, kind of a low number. I think the value here is to back the pods at home after a win last night. I'm on San Diego, minus 130. So there you have it, guys. A six-pack here in MLB. Can we get four of these or more? Give me Boston over. If you listen to morning bets, you got an over 9.5. Now it's over 10 or over 10.5. Toronto, give me the over 8. Again, that one is moving as well, so maybe you're a Toronto over 8.5 there. Texas, fishy sharp move, minus 140. The White Sox, minus 129. San Francisco, Los Gigantes, minus 135. And San Diego, minus 130. Uh, there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break here. But when we get back, we got more to get to. Uh, I'm going to tell you about my bet for tomorrow night, Thursday Night Football. So, again, it's not tonight. It's tomorrow. But I made a bet uh, today, actually, this morning, because I think this line is going to keep moving, and I want to hit this number uh, before it gets worse. So I'll give you my play on Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And then I'm going to give you an update on a bunch of NFL games for this weekend, including a really, really sharp line freeze, a divisional dog that's moving, and also maybe a spot that's similar to that, you know, basically a trendy dog late buyback play. We'll talk about this one. It's a primetime game, but it's kind of interesting, and I'm kind of getting, you know, flashbacks here. Uh, you know, PTSD, actually, PTSD is a bad thing. Like a, like a good, what's the opposite? A good memory uh, with the, uh, with the Eagles. I'm thinking the same thing may happen in this game as well. So I'll give you an update on that one as well, as well as a play on tomorrow's college football game. So there's two games overall. Uh, I got to play on one of the two. Is it, uh, WVU, Virginia tech? Is it coastal Carolina, Georgia state? Stay tuned. I'll give it to you right after the break guys, but don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong in episode 663 of the VEASAN market insights podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with. In the arena, approaching betting from a data-driven contrarian angle every single day, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 and older. It's time to let California fans and sports bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies and left out in the cold. Prop 27 ensures that California will finally catch up to the rest of America. So vote yes on Prop 27 in this fall's midterm elections. All right, everyone, we are back at it. A big Wednesday pod here, episode 663, and a good bounce back last night. 3-1 plus 1.49 units. Red Sox, Jays, Atlanta under came through for us, pushed Minnesota over 9. And St. Louis, man, your bats. Your bats were silent for, silent for us last night, unfortunately. But for tonight, hopefully, uh, hopefully they're silent as well because uh, I am on San Diego tonight, San Fran, the Southsiders, Texas, Toronto over, and Boston over. Uh, now we started the pod, guys, obviously talking Major League Baseball. Let's get into some NFL talk uh, because obviously we have a big Thursday night football game tomorrow. And I actually made a play on this game uh, basically today. I don't sometimes. So my schedule is weird now. Like I don't sleep at all. Like I'm just a no sleep kind of guy. So did I make it last night? Did I make it this morning? I don't even remember. It's all blur. But I do know one thing. 
I took the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm going to take the Steelers in this one, guys, or I already did actually in pocket here. Now, this one is interesting because when it opened, Cleveland opened as the three-point home favorite. We saw this line get up to Cleveland all the way up to minus five and a half. Uh, so it was like early on, okay, Cleveland's, you know, it looks like pros like Cleveland. It's a short week, Thursday night. Historically, you know, you do see uh, Thursday night favorites, Thursday night home teams do pretty well. But then we saw a ton of buyback over the last 24 hours on Pittsburgh. A ton of money hit the Steelers plus five and a half, brought it down to five, hit the five, down to four and a half. And now I'm seeing a lot of four and a halfs, minus 110 both sides. But I do see a couple books that are plus four and a half, minus 115 toward Pittsburgh. So I, I'm kicking myself. I couldn't get the five and a half or the five, but I did take the four and a half here with Pittsburgh because I think by the time we get to uh, kickoff tomorrow night, we could see this line get down to four. So you lose by four. I want to make sure that we cover with the hook in this one. So I'm on Pittsburgh plus four and a half. A uh, couple reasons to like Pittsburgh in this one. Uh, tons of system matches. Make it very simple on you. Number one, dogs. Dogs have been barking, which is fantastic for us contrarians. Dogs are 18 and 13 ATS on the year, 58%. Road dogs, 56% since 2019. Conference uh, dogs, plus six or less, 60% since 2019. Dog who made the playoffs last year, 57%. Divisional dogs, of course, a classic angle there. When you're playing a team inside your division, always look toward taking the points because of that built-in familiarity. Levels the playing field more likely, or quote-unquote, uh, I guess game theory says it's you know more likely to be a close game. So that's why you take the points and you don't lay them. Primetime dogs, I probably should have led with that. They're 57% over the last three years. And then the other one that's really important to me is Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin has been fantastic in his career. Uh, Mike Tomlin in his career as a dog, uh, 46 and 23 ATS, 67%. But here's where it gets even better. Mike Tomlin as a divisional dog, 20 and 6 ATS, 77%. So that's the angle that Tomlin is in here for uh, tomorrow night. So I'm, I'm taking the points with Pittsburgh. Now, I don't love the fact that this is a little bit of a public play using our VEASAN.com bet splits right now. 70% of bets are on Pittsburgh, but they are taking in 83% of the money. So maybe it's not just you know public. Could be some uh, pro and Joe action there as well. The other angle here for me is that a couple injuries you know, for Cleveland that could be big. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, starting quarterback, he's got an ankle injury. He's, he's going to play, but he's kind of hobbled, banged up. He got hurt at the end of the last game. And Jadeveon Clowney also has an ankle injury. So that's one of your, obviously your quarterback, and then also one of your best defensive players, both hobbled here. And I like to buy low on Pittsburgh after a loss with these great Tomlin systems as a dog. So I don't know if anyone jumped on Pitt plus five and a half, plus five. If you did, congrats. Good job by you. You're beating the closing line. But I'm taking the plus four and a half here with Pittsburgh. Uh, to me, this is maybe a field goal game. And I like Pittsburgh here off a loss with these Tomlin dog uh, situations. Uh, the total intrigues me a little bit. Obviously, I'm going to go primetime unders or nothing. Uh, primetime unders are 6-0 and this year. Uh, some people say they're 6-1 and because it's kind of a – it depends on what you call primetime because obviously the, you know, the one that we lost on Monday night was the Bills under, but that was like a 7-30 game. Technically, that's not primetime. In order to be primetime, it's got to be 8 o'clock or later. I know it's semantics there, but if you see 6-0 and and then 6-1, and that's the reason why. It's depending upon whether you kind of um, make that Bills game a primetime game or not. I would say it's not because, you know, 7.30 is not a primetime number. It's got to be 8 or later. But anyway, um, I would go under here. We know these unders, 6-0, 6-1, whatever you want to call it. Uh, divisional unders are 10-1 and so far to start the year. Uh, divisional unders that fall are 54% uh, over the last decade. You also get both of these teams, 2-0 uh, and to the under for Pittsburgh. Cleveland is 2-0 and to the over, though. So it's not like a perfect angle there. We also got some wind here. You know, looking at the uh, the forecast in Cleveland, 
It's going to be about 60 degrees, but you could be getting 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. That's going to be pretty big. Uh, keep an eye on the weather here. That that weather angle makes me look toward the under. Uh, it did open 40 and a half. It's down to 38 and a half, even 38 at some shops. So it's under or nothing for me. Um, I may end up adding that, uh, but I am definitely going uh, Pittsburgh here. I'm holding in pocket Steelers plus four and a half. Uh, a couple other updates here. New England still on the Patriots, guys. I'm holding out to see if I can get a hook, but I don't think we're going to get it. I mean, we may, but there's really no indication juice-wise that this is going to go to three and a half, which I kind of like even more. Why is that important? Because 90% of bets, for those in the back, 90% are on Baltimore. You walk into a bar, it's nothing but Lamar Jackson jerseys. There's not a single Mac Jones jersey. There's not a single Belichick hoodie in the bar. It's all Baltimore. So uh, if Baltimore is getting 90% most lopsided play of the week, of course, I want to be contrarian there, bet against the public, but I need some indication of respected money, and I think you see that in the form of a line freeze. If Baltimore's getting such support, why aren't they up to minus 3.5, minus 4? tells me there's liability on New England. We do know that the Patriots uh, in the Cam Newton year, they beat Baltimore. I know it's kind of a weather game, uh, but Belichick has a good plan against Jackson. Uh, maybe you just keep him in the pocket. You don't let him run. You make him pass. Uh, New England at home, home opener, super contrarian. I'm on Pats plus three, guys. I'm holding out for a hook three and a half, but to be honest with you, I don't know if we get it. Uh, there's no indication that it's going to go to that number. A couple other updates uh, just across the market here. The other game that I bet today uh, was the Arizona Cardinals. I think you jump on the Cardinals right now, guys, because this thing is falling, and that three and a half could be getting down to three. So what I like about the Cardinals here uh, is that the Cardinals actually open at home against the Rams getting four and a half or even five. The line's down to three and a half. And it's down to three and a half, but it's still juiced up toward Arizona. Arizona's plus three and a half at minus 115. So it looks like this thing is getting down to three. Why is that important? Because if Arizona loses by three, we want to win this bet because of the hook. Uh, so I jumped on Arizona plus three and a half. Again, it looks like it's going down to three. If you like the Cardinals, you probably want to bet them right now. Don't wait any longer. This could be getting down to three. The hook could be critical. Now, what I like is that, you know, the Rams, the public's not quitting them. They won the Super Bowl. Public loves them anyway. They're getting... Across the market, 71% of bets, but they're 0-2 ATS. They haven't covered a single game so far this year, yet the public still loves them. But where's the where's the uh, line going? It's going toward Kyler Murray. Uh, so this is a divisional dog angle. Arizona's only getting 29% bets, but 57% of the money. That's a pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Kyler Murray, as a dog, 17-8 ATS in his career, 68%. So divisional game, contrarian, reverse line move. I'm going Arizona here, guys. Give me Arizona plus three and a half. And again, if you're with me, bet it now. You don't want to miss uh, miss out on that hook. Could be critical if they lose by three. You want to win that bet with the hook, not push. Um, this one pains me because it's it's a public play and I, I'm concerned about it. But if Nathaniel Hackett beats me, I'll tip my cap. I got to go San Fran, guys. I don't love this. Again, you're getting like 70% of bets, but 80% of money, which is a little bit low bets, higher dollars towards San Fran. I money line San Fran. They went dog to fave plus one and a half to minus one and a half. I just have no faith in Hackett. Again, I like to buy low on bad teams. I like to bet against, you know, the public sentiment. I like to take, you know, super contrarian primetime dogs, but I'm just not comfortable uh, with going um, uh, with going uh, Denver here. They just have proven to me uh, not to be worthwhile and not to be uh, worthy of backing their own to ATS overall. And ha the big angle to me is Hackett against Shanahan. Hackett looks like completely clueless, whereas Shanahan is one of your better, smarter coaches in the NFL. So I think it's a big advantage toward the Niners. I also think, you know, maybe a blessing in disguise that Trey Lance got hurt and is out for the year because now Jimmy G is in, and that locker room is really excited about it. And Jimmy G's, hey, call him what you want, but he's a winner. 
Got one of the better win-loss records of any quarterback active right now, aside from Brady, obviously. Uh, but this is notable because it is dog to fave. Again, the only thing that I don't like is that it's a popular bet, but it tells me plus one and a half to minus one and a half that even though the public it wants to bet against Denver and think, think, uh, thinks Denver is awful, maybe the Sharps agree. Again, Sharps don't care what the public is doing. They're not going to just say, oh, public's on San Fran. Oh, then I can't bet San Fran. I got to go Denver. No, they're going to do whatever they see value on, whatever their numbers say is the sharp play. Uh, so again, to me, I'm concerned that Denver would be a contrarian play. But again, if Hackett beats me, I'll tip my cap. I have no faith that he will. I'm on San Francisco money line, guys. Shop around. I got the San Francisco Giants, uh, or Giants, I'm thinking baseball. San Francisco 49ers, I got them at minus 120. Uh, the other game that I just wanted to mention, oh, I wanted to mention this one too. Houston um, Houston Texans are on the road at Chicago. We're talking about maybe getting the three there with Houston. Guys, it's moving. Plus three down to plus two and a half in favor of uh, Davis Mills here. If you can still find a three, I'd be looking at Houston here. If you missed the three, maybe it comes back the other way. But short road dogs three or less, 57% ATS over the last three years. Uh, so that line is falling toward the Houston Texans. Again, I'm taking the three there with Houston over Chicago, if you can still find it. Uh, but the one that I really wanted to mention, which I think is kind of a great, interesting line move, is Dallas and the Giants. Now, this is a Monday night game. So, you know, we're, we'll have to do pod today, tomorrow, Friday, get through the weekend, and we'll be talking about this one on Monday, obviously. But have you guys noticed the movement toward Dallas? Uh, this open Giants laying as high as like three at some shops, even saw like a four, saw four and a half. Now it's all the way down to Giants minus one. So on the one hand, it's like, okay, you know, Dallas is taking in a ton of money here, ton of respected money, plus four, plus three, all the way down to plus one. But I would just be a little cautious. I'm not going to, you know, see that line move and automatically bet, uh, bet Dallas because I'm wondering if, I'm wondering if this is kind of a, a redo, a deja vu of what we saw at that Philadelphia Eagles game. But remember, the early move was toward the Vikings, plus three to one and a half. But then when it bottomed out, you saw a ton of buyback there uh, on uh, on the Eagles there uh, with the line going back in their favor up to three. And remember, that became a really trendy dog toward Dallas. So, or sorry, toward uh, the Vikings. What happened? We all know Jalen Hurts came through bigly for us. So I'm wondering if the same thing happens. Now, to me, the next move is critical. You're at minus one at a lot of shops for the Giants. Do we start to see buyback on the Giants? Basically, what I'm getting at is I'm not going to just, you know, get the low-hanging fruit of saying, oh, huge move to Dallas, give me Dallas. I'm thinking that Dallas might become a very, very trendy dog. And maybe buying low on the G-men at minus one or a money line play, uh, that's where my angle is. I'm thinking the G-men might hit the low water mark. Uh, Dallas right now is getting like 65% of bets. Obviously, they had a huge upset win there against the Bengals. You know, the G-men are 2-0, and but, you know, they've had to sweat, uh, you know, their last game there against Carolina. But the Dallas public, the public betters, they're all over Dallas here in the points. Uh, again, primetime dog, divisional dog, both of those would match with Dallas. But I'm just I'm just thinking that this could be similar to that Eagles game. So I'm going to wait this thing out. I'm not going to bet it right now. But if it continues to be Dallas, public, 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 trendy dog, remember, we like the gross dogs, the hazmat dogs. We do not like, uh, you know, kind of the, uh, the trendy, popular dogs. Do you see this by – here's what you're looking out for. Do we see the G-men minus one? Go to minus one, minus 115, and then get up to one and a half, get up to two. What I'm looking for is I want public to continue to bet Dallas, and I want this line to go toward the G-men. If that happens, I'm going to go G-men money line here. Primetime game, G-men only getting 30% of bets. That's my angle here. Again, I'm not betting it now, but I'm thinking that could end up happening. So we're just going to have to sit back and let, let the market speak to us and 
tell us where this sharp money is going to go. But keep an eye out for the Giants. Don't automatically bet Dallas just because of that line move. Uh, real quick, last uh, last angle here on the pod for today. Uh, it's a college football game for tomorrow. So tomorrow, again, it's going to be fun. We have uh, NFL Thursday Night Football. We have two in college. Um, the play that I'm looking at is Vatek. So West Virginia Vatek, 7.30 game tomorrow night. This looks like a sharp play toward Virginia Tech. Now, what jumped out to me is West Virginia opened on the road around a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. Now they're down to minus one-and-a-half. So line is going toward Virginia Tech at home, plus two-and-a-half down to one-and-a-half. What's notable is that this isn't a really huge public play. It's actually a really sharp reverse line move. If you look at Virginia Tech, they're only getting 25% of bets across the market, yet the line is moving in their favor. So it tells me some reverse line movement in favor of Virginia Tech here. Uh, You also look at um, kind of the angle – you know, Virginia Tech has uh, the much better defense. They're only giving up 12 points a game versus 33 for West Virginia. Now, West Virginia has obviously the better offense. They're averaging 46 a game versus 23. But that defense of Tech is legit. And everyone's betting the West Virginia take me home country roads, but the line's falling to Tech. So let's keep an eye out for this one. Uh, but I am looking at, as of right now, Tech plus one and a half, a really sharp reverse line move on a, uh, on a dog play. Also keep an eye out on the under. You know, open at 53, it is down to like 51, 50 and a half, and it is going to be windy there. Uh, it's going to be about 10 to 15 miles an hour of wind, again, with a really good Vatek defense. So Virginia Tech, I'm most likely going to be playing them tomorrow. Uh, I consider one and a half, but I'm just, you know, will there be buyback? That's what I'm waiting out for. But either way, uh, Public's Vatek, sharp money, or sorry, Public is West Virginia. Vatek is the smart money. I'm looking at Vatek and the points there tomorrow. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar, grinding in the arena. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights podcast, if you enjoy the Morning Bets pod as well, I got to start saying that now. Uh, but maybe you have, you know, started to listen to one or the other and you've learned a little bit more about betting. You've uh, cashed a few bets. You, you learned a teachable moment with that uh, that Eagles game the other day. Uh, maybe you've become, you know, more of a contrarian better. You're looking at d- uh, data, betting percentages, line movement, betting systems. You're not just, you know, throwing darts and betting based on what you think or want to happen because that's a losing way to bet. Uh, maybe you are a flat better now. You don't parlay like you used to. Whatever the case may be, if the pod has helped you in any way, become a better better. Or if you just think I'm a decent guy and you want to make me happy and make my day, that's okay too. Then there's one thing I ask of you. Go to Amazon.com and type in The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. That's my book. Uh, it's my baby. I wrote it over summer when I was living in Gloucester. Um, and uh, it's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action how to go contrarian, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, chapters on all the major sports. Again, it's got everything I've learned. I wrote it from the perspective of, hey, you're a new better, which is you know happening every uh, every day, every week, seemingly every month. There's a new state legalizing. People want to get in on the fun. What do you need to know? What do I wish people told me when I first started betting? I'll tell you right off the bat. I wish someone told me, don't parlay. It's for suckers uh, because it's a huge handout to the book. And they make a killing off it. It's the penny slot of sports betting. But it's got tons of tips, systems, strategies. If you want to pick one up, it would mean a lot to me. If you want to buy it for a friend or a relative or a coworker, someone in a newly legalized state, it would really, really make my day. So I really, would really appreciate it. If you've already bought one, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, before you know it, at the Encore in Boston, because we did legalize, but we're waiting on the rules to get set up and officially go live. We're out in New York where they're breaking handle records every day uh, with, uh, obviously, this huge mobile market. But, again, if you guys uh, unite Democrats, Republicans, Independents, you hate politics, everybody, let's vote yes, 
California, yes on 27. Um, that's going to be, um, was it, wait, was it 27 or 47? Let me make sure. Yes, it's 27. Okay, good. But you guys uh, in Cali, you all got to vote yes, because once that happens, Cali's going to overtake New York as the biggest betting state in the world, in the country at least. Um, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where we had three hot dogs last night. Let's get it. Uh, at the uh, South Point, of course, where the lowest juice possible is found. Uh, or at Stadium Swim, Circa, with your feet in the pool, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew. Or getting a victory burger inside in front of the big screen. The Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, my two other favorite books when I go to Vegas. Whatever it may be, or wherever it may be, you're going to flash me a Red Sox ticket. A Jays ticket. A Braves under 8.5 ticket. Guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. So that Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Reminder, my parting words as always. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. If you haven't realized yet, sports betting is difficult. you got to overcome these really sharp lines. The odds makers set. you got to, you got to beat the juice. you got to stay away from bad beats, unluckiness, randomness. But if we can find that sweet spot, find those games that fit our model simultaneously against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long term. We're going to be successful betters. Uh, so we'll wish you the best of luck. Enjoy your Wednesday, everyone. We'll be back at it tomorrow for uh, Thirsty Thursday and Thursday Night Football. Uh, but as always, enjoy the sweats. Hope you cash your plays. And uh, make sure if you do, you tip your ticket writer. It's a good thing to do. Just like when you order pizza from Domino's, give the guy a $5 bill. He's working hard out there delivering those pies. Uh, But good luck, everybody. Have a great day, and enjoy the sweats for Wednesday. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.